Hi, this is Dr. Chris Wallace with Get Personal with Dr. Chris, Women's Health, The Natural Way. We today are going to visit with Beth. If you remember from last podcast, we were talking with Beth. She was my my imaginary patient, but my typical patient that would come into my office and really just let me know she does not feel like herself anymore for uh, many reasons. And those reasons today, we're going to go back through. We're going to go through her labs, which we did last week. We are going to just remind you of the symptoms, what her lab values were. And today we get to talk a little bit about what some of her treatments will be and what some of her options are going to be. The other thing I want you to keep in mind and remember is that my goal was for you to become your own best health advocate. So that's what Beth did. Remember Beth came into my office, beautiful woman, 48, two kids, husband, life was just really good for her, but she felt like it wasn't good. And she just really didn't know why had already been to a gynecologist had already been to her primary care. You know, they'd offered her an SSRI, which is an antidepressant. They'd offer her birth control pills to help her periods, but she knew that just didn't feel right. It just wasn't her. And so After going through all these avenues, she made the call to my office to really figure out what was going on and how she could feel better and feel like herself again. So today, Beth would come back into my office, and she did come back in my office, and we went through her labs. Those labs indicated a few things that are going to point to her symptoms and things we can fix. So let's go through that. First thing we noticed was her cortisol was low. What's cortisol? Cortisol is put out by the adrenal glands in response to stress. Stress happens every day. I think you might agree with that. (laughs) And as we age, it happens a lot because we have a lot of days in our lives and our cortisol is low. That's going to pull down progesterone, pull down testosterone, put stress on our thyroid and all of those things in our lives that matter in terms of our endocrine system are going to be in a low state. So we have to treat the cortisol, which in turn gives us energy. Some of the ways we will treat cortisol are one with herbs. There's a lot of amazing herbs out there that help with our cortisol. One is ashwagandha, which is a totally fun word to say. (laughs) And I'm sure you've seen it. It's been in the media a lot lately as well. Ashwagandha is what we call an adaptogen herb. It goes in and just says, look, we got to calm down or we need to perk up or we just need to chill out. It's an herb that will give us what we need in terms of lowering a cortisol because some people have high cortisol and increase in cortisol if we need it. So it's a great herb that's found in most herbal stress formulas and that's how they're marketed. They're marketed as stress formulas. You've seen them. I know you have. Other herbs are rhodiola. Rhodiola is definitely a stimulant. It definitely gives you energy and that's often in many of those formulas. There's a lot of herbs out there that can help us. There's also nutrients that help our cortisol levels. 
If you remember, I identified on Beth's labs that she had some bigger red blood cells. And when we see that, it gives us an idea that maybe she's low in B12. Now you can measure B12 as well. And some labs will do that for you. Other labs won't. And your standard lab values, sometimes it costs extra to do that. So I can identify that in just the size of blood cells. And we did identify that in Beth's labs. So we know she's low in B12. B12 is important for, you got it, adrenals and your cortisol. So we're going to start on some B12. Her B12 is going to be a methylated form of B12. Again, this is a great subject matter for another podcast, but it's a good form of B12 that's usually found, again, in those adrenal support complexes. So she will be able to get some herbs, nutrients like B12 in that, in that cortisol support, and she may also be getting something called glandular support. Now that comes from the adrenal gland of an animal, usually a pig, that will help her cortisol work well. And it'll just give her cortisol because her adrenal glands will go, oh, I know what that is. That's actual hormone. Yay. And so it really helps her adrenal glands recover well. So once we've addressed her adrenal glands and her cortisol levels, then we looked at her thyroid. Her thyroid was what I call sluggish, which meant that her brain, her TSH levels were okay in range. And remember we talked about the range values, how you have to be not only in range, but at a superior level of range. So the range value for her was okay, but it was below that medium level or below that 50% level. We didn't want to see that. The TSH was mm, okay, but the big concern for me was her T3 level. Now, T3 is what happens at the cells, and that's what gives her energy. That's usually what we find to be too low. That lab value should be, let's say, a 3.5, and she was at a 2.8, way low. So her thyroid's tired. How are we going to help her thyroid? We're going to use nutrients like iodine and selenium and zinc. We're also going to give her some thyroid support, which may come in the form of what's called desiccated thyroid. Yes, a functional medicine practitioner, a naturopathic practitioner is a doctor is almost always going to use something called desiccated thyroid. We believe that when I give you something that has both T4 and T3 in it, your body's going to recognize that as something it knows and knows what to do with. Many patients come to my office that have been on something called Synthroid or Levothyroxine, which is a form of thyroid T4 that's made in a lab. Many times patients can't even feel that. It doesn't even work. They feel horrible on it. So again, it's individualized. And some patients will only respond to that lab-derived levothyroxine, but honestly, that's few and far between. Most people will respond better to what's called desiccated thyroid. Again, it's a glandular. It comes from an animal's thyroid. And it sounds icky, but trust me, it feels great. (laughs) So that's what we're doing for Beth. We're going to be giving her thyroid support in the form of desiccated thyroid that goes by many names, might be something called NP thyroid or armor or nature thyroid or compounded version. So those are the kinds that we use. Once we treat her thyroid, we looked at her hormones. 
And if you remembered, I identified her estradiol is being too high for the amount of progesterone she had. This happens in perimenopause because your progesterone stops being produced by your ovaries before it stops producing estrogen, which puts you in this estrogen dominant phase that you may not have ever been in in your life because you may have always been pretty balanced. And just a note about the labs, when we measure hormone labs for women that are still menstruating, even if it's irregular, we want to see those labs at day 21 of a cycle or in the second half or luteal phase of your cycle, because that's when we expect to see a portion of the estrogen and the progesterone being proportional to each other. We expect these values to be proportional and it's easier to, for us to see that, oh my goodness, estrogen's up around 150 or 250, but the progesterone is one or more commonly I see 0.01 like not there. That's definitely a recipe for heavy periods and not no sleep. So remember Beth was having heavy periods and she was not sleeping well. Remember she couldn't fall asleep and she was waking up some in the nighttime. How are we going to balance Beth's hormones? If Beth were younger and coming to me with some out of balance hormones, I might use some herbs to get her back in balance. At 48 in perimenopause, it's very clear we need progesterone and we will use bioidentical progesterone. That means this progesterone is going to be made from a yam product and your body's going to recognize it right away. It's not a chemical that's been made in the lab. It's something that your body knows. That's what a bioidentical hormone is. So it doesn't overreact or act oddly to it or make weird cells in response to it but it's going to recognize it. So as soon as we give her progesterone, now that is going to help her balance her estrogen in her system. Progesterone and estrogen, they play on like a teeter-totter together, if you can imagine. They like to balance each other out. They keep each other in check. So that's going to bring her estrogen down a little bit. We can also give her nutrients, like something called calcium deglucurate or DIM or products that will help bring estrogen down a little bit. But in general, we give her bioidentical progesterone, it's gonna do two things. Make her periods more regular. It's gonna do three things actually. Make her periods more regular, make them not so heavy, because she won't have time to build the lining because she's going to have a period sooner, and it's gonna help her sleep. So it's great. We've got a whole thing happening just by giving her progesterone. In addition, her sleep is gonna be helped by the nutrient magnesium. A lot of people know that magnesium helps with sleep, but you know, how many of us actually go out there and get the magnesium to help us sleep? I mean, that's another self-care thing we could continually talk about, but using a form of magnesium that both relaxes the body and helps us into sleep is a really important part of helping with sleep. And guess what? Bonus points because magnesium helps with the adrenal support. So it helps your adrenals. The adrenal glands love magnesium. So it's going to help her cortisol levels. So magnesium at nighttime to help with her sleep. And that's a magnesium. Generally, I use something called magnesium malate. There's a lot of magnesiums. Again, probably another podcast subject. But in her case, I'm going to use a magnesium malate because she was having some headaches and body aches. So it'll help her sleep and help with her cortisol levels. 
So we've been able to help Beth with her sleep and with her cycles. We also are going to address her low libido. So remember in her labs, she had low testosterone. Most practitioners, I would say gynecologists and maybe primary care, they don't recognize the need for testosterone in women. Just figure testosterone is a man's hormone. And while it is predominantly the main hormone in men, men also have progesterone and estrogen in their body, just like us. So we have estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, just like men. So we need testosterone. It is what kept us going. If you think back to when you're 30 and 35, it's what kept us 20s, kept us going, kept us up with, probably kept Beth going with her kids when they were younger and also kept her libido up when she was younger too, because libido helps with motivation, drive. It also helps build muscle tissue. Remember Beth's body's shape had changed. She wasn't comfortable because she had a little extra around the middle. She felt squishy. Part of that was because of her estrogen dominance, but part of that was because she wasn't building muscle tissue anymore because her testosterone was so low. So we're going to replace her testosterone. Yes, it's bioidentical. There are different forms. Generally, I will use progesterone in the form of a capsule because it helps with sleep. There are also other forms of progesterone. In this case, with testosterone, we can replace with a melt-away lozenge or cream or a bioidentical subdermally placed pellet. We and I use BioT pellets, which are compounded and bioidentical and inserted just above the glute in the fat, fatty layer of the booty, basically, placed in there every three months. Then you don't have to think about it. The nice thing about that is it's that testosterone is systemically released into your bloodstream every time you move, every time your heart beats, especially if you're exercising or doing anything to escalate your, your heart rate and your blood flow. So now you have testosterone on board whenever you need it, and it's what your body expects. It's how your hormones were always distributed through your bloodstream and as systemic and when you need them. So testosterone pellets for women is definitely a big part of what I do. And for Beth, not only is it going to help her libido and her relationship, but it's also going to help her mood. Remember Beth came in and she was sad. She was like, I don't get why I'm depressed. I have a great life. I have great kids. I have a great husband. I love what I do. I, I don't know why I'm sad. There's no reason for me to be sad, which makes her even more sad, right? You just like, I don't get this. Testosterone enhances that mood because it increases the motivation. It, it, it decreases your fatigue. It gives you energy again. I don't know about you all, but when I don't have energy and I'm tired, my mood is pretty much cruddy because I don't, I don't have the energy or the drive to do anything. And then I feel kind of like worthless almost, which is not right either, but it's a reality. So as soon as we increase the motivation, increase the energy, now our mood is elevated. I've had women come in my practice that were already put on antidepressants, that we took them off the antidepressants within weeks of starting the testosterone treatment. They're like, I don't even need this anymore. I'm like, yeah, I know you don't need it. You just needed your hormones balanced and you needed testosterone. So giving Beth testosterone in whichever form she prefers 
typically I prefer using pellet therapy, is going to help her mood, help her libido, and in turn make those parts of her life feel much better again. In the end, it's going to help with her relationships, and I love being able to help with relationships. The last thing, remember, Beth was struggling with was leakage or urinary leakage. Remember when she was exercising, it was keeping her from being able to do her runs and keeping her from being able to do the workouts she wanted to do. So for that, I explained to Beth, a lot of times as we age, the tissue, the vaginal tissue ages as well. I mean, you notice on your face when you get wrinkles, but you can't notice anywhere else that you're wrinkly or your skin is getting lax. When the skin or the tissue that's lining the vaginal canal gets lax with age, it no longer is strong. It no longer can hold the bladder up and and decrease the ability of the ureter to leak urine as we're jumping up and down. Things are weak in there. So using a radiofrequency treatment that we have here in the office called Bivive, which is like a one-hour treatment, no downtime, doesn't hurt, really can change Beth's life in terms of her exercise routine, which is helpful, right? If you can't exercise, you can't stay healthy. You don't want to be leaking urine when you're trying to exercise. I mean, it does have bonus points in that it helps with vaginal rejuvenation in general. So intimacy becomes a little bit more fun, but I feel like its ability to stop that leakage in general helps your life because now you can exercise with confidence. So we will do that for Beth and help her in that regard. I think that in the end, all of these things, and with most of my patients, and Beth included, in six months to a year, and keep in mind that's the amount of time it takes, six months to a year, for all of these things to come together, and everything to help. And when you've got motivation and you're feeling good about yourself, you make better food choices. I know Beth was already eating what she considered healthfully, um, but you know, perhaps she was going home every night and having a glass of wine or having a drink, which isn't horrible, but it's not great for your body. And it was just how she was dealing with life because she was tired and stressed. So now maybe she won't be doing that every night. Maybe she'll get to the gym a couple more times and, you know, she'll be feel more outgoing and just more like herself again, making better food choices. And in the end, that will help ease her into menopause. Because remember, Beth was perimenopausal, still having a menstrual cycle while it was a regular, still having one. This will help her into menopause. And that'll be the next patient perhaps we'll be talking to but it will ease that and won't make that transition so difficult for her. And Beth will feel like herself again because she was her best health advocate. I'm Dr. Chris Wallace. This is Get Personal with Dr. Chris, Women's Health, The Natural Way. See you next time.